Hello and welcome to Under the Hard Hat. This is a podcast for all things safety. My name is Brian Mesmer at Mesmer Safety and all the social medias. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, and I apologize for not getting this out on Monday, September 26th. But we have a twofer this week. We have controlled access zones and sure-off testers. Uh, the sure-off testers kind of goes in line with our live system procedures for t- controlled access zones. It's just a bonus one. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to talk about controlled access zones. They are required to be used whenever work is going on in a controlled area. The CAZ, or CAS, will restrict work activities around the work zone and can be used to help prevent injuries from unintention, unintentional access by others in the work area. In other words, you create a barrier, hopefully, probably using tape, and say, don't enter this area because there are hazards presence that you could get hurt from. Uh, that's what you're telling other workers on the job site. So uh, the following are some activities where a CAS is recommended, setting trusses, setting joists, uh, decking, sheathing, erecting framed walls, building masonry block walls, hoisting operations, roof work, concrete operations, or any other activity where workers could be exposed to falling swinging or dangerous objects. Uh, CAS guidelines, but essentially they must be planned. All subcontractors will that will potentially be affected by the CAS will be notified prior to the CAS being set. The responsible party who is doing the CAS work uh, shall have a competent person responsible for setting up and enforcing, enforcing the controlled access zone. This should be uh, denoted by either yellow caution tape or red danger tape and labeled with the competent person's name and phone number. If a non-authorized worker is seen entering the controlled access zone, all work must stop immediately. That kind of makes sense because we're saying that this could, you know, stuff could fall on people. And so if somebody who's not authorized to be in that area, in the controlled zone, um, if they enter, we need to stop what we're doing so they don't get hurt. Uh, the controlled access zone, or zone should be designed Uh, So that no worker can accidentally be exposed to the hazards, the controlled access zone should extend a minimum of six feet away from the drop zone. That's because if you drop something and it bounces, it could hit somebody else. The zone will block all possible entry points to personnel. Because the nature of the construction work, other workers will sometimes need to enter the controlled access zone. If this needs to occur, other workers involved will plan accordingly and have effective communication with the competent person. All work will cease before any other worker enters the controlled access zone and will not resume until the controlled access zone is completely clear of other workers. And then when completing the task, remember to remove the controlled access zone so other workers know it's safe to enter the controlled area. That is controlled access zones. If you have any questions about that, you can certainly reach out to your safety professionals and ask them. The other toolbox talk we have, and this is uh, our bonus one or part of our live system procedures, is about sure-off testers. Now, what a sure-off tester is, it's essentially a hot tap for a a water uh, line. It's a one-inch, what is it, a one-inch kind of uh, mechanical T, essentially, and you drill into the pipe. It has a, um, a pressure indicator on there a pressure gauge and if it hot if it's hot if it's live the pressure indicator or the pressure gauge goes to where it is live 
Um, we use these to make sure, hence the name sure off, make sure the system that we're working on is off before we start working. So when to use before removing a sprinkler head or removing any sprinkler fitting or tying into an existing sprinkler system. Uh, if you cannot trace the system to the shutoff valve, a sure off tester must be used regardless of the size of job, system, or building. When a third party shuts the system down, we want you to use one of this. Experience has proven that building owners and maintenance people don't always know what systems go where. Always have a slam valve uh, in place and a bucket with, or use plastic tubing to a bucket uh, when pulling a sprinkler head. That's for the excess water in the drop and or in the event that the system is live. Uh, be ready for excess water when removing sprinkler heads and the project foreman should remove the first head. So uh, those are the two toolbox talks for this week. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, please reach out to your company safety representative or you can reach out to me directly. I appreciate you all listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. That's as simple as opening up your podcast app on your Apple device, searching under the hard hat and clicking the check checkbox at the top. Uh, be good and be safe. And if you can't be good, at least be safe.